There's too many homelosers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasure. Hi! Welcome to Rotten Treasure. We watch National Treasure. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell, and with me as always is the other host, Kai Bobby. Hello, Jim. How are you, Kai? I'm okay. I'm tired. I'm in school now. I just started, uh, it's my day number two today, and uh, it's just hitting me that I'm going to actually have to start doing some of the homework in order for it to actually be school. Yeah. And um, you know who didn't do the homework? It's our guest. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Oh, can you guys let me copy off you just this once? Oh, I wish. It's it's Ross Weissman. Hi, Ross. (laughs) Hello. Hi. I'm looking at all the customizable uh, emojis that I can use for reacting on Skype. So I'm having a ball. Jim's going to be in charge of uh, uh, giving a frame by frame. Uh, no, actually, no, I'm sorry. You can't. Don't do that. We're not doing that frame. Right? <laughs> that, was a, that was a one-time joke. Ross, uh, did you cheat growing up? Did you cheat in school? Um, so there is one very distinct memory of the of a time that I really did cheat. I was in third grade, and it was during my Hebrew class because I went to Jewish day school. And we had to do this test every week where the teacher would say the word in English, and you had to write the modern Hebrew word the uh, biblical version of that word and then like the root of that word. Uh, So like, you know, it would be like walking, walketh, walk. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of a way to do it in English. So I was bad at this because it's hard. Yeah. And it's a uh, whole other language. And they use different letters. And this one looks like a what? So I basically I I put the answers because we would do a practice test the day before, which dumb on her part. (laughs) And I would write all the answers, make sure I got them all. And then I would put them in my folder in the back. So when I pressed on it, like the it would be semi transparent so I could see it and then I could not press it. And then it would like go back to being nearly invisible. And then one day she caught me. Um, Because I was in the middle of doing the test and she looked at me and said, do you think I'm dumb? And then she like (laughs) put slammed some books on top of it so I couldn't cheat anymore. I'm glad she took it personally. Yeah. Yeah. She okay. I don't know why you're giving me like Miss. uh, What was the principal from Matilda? The Trunchbull? Something oh, like that. yeah. Yeah, I'm in getting like head. a vibe that I'm just like, wow. <laughs> in my Slam head, she was Trunchbull. I'm just trying to eat one piece of cake. And she's like, nah, eat the whole <laughs> thing. I was going to say, did you actually get punished or was it just kind of like a uh, I see you never do this again. You're in third. Yeah, grade, she, so. she was doing <laughs> a real avatar. I see you type thing. <laughs> Let it be known, children, you know, like <laughs> everyone watch this moment. Like, I don't know, like what how, I would freak the fuck out. I would immediately cry and be like, can I be excused? <laughs> Third grade? Yeah. That sounds about right. Nine-year-old yeah. guy? Yeah. Oh, I would have denied it. I would have been like, no, I'm, I'm cheating. <laughs> what are you? What? Yeah, you are dumb because I'm not a cheater. So, like, I know this looks bad. <laughs> I love that cheating. happened to me once in, like, sixth grade where I was – it was the lowest effort cheat possible – it was all. It was also for a religion class, because uh, I was like, I was like, I don't want to learn this. I don't care. I don't. I was. I was a burgeoning atheist at the time. Uh, 
So I really didn't care. And I just stuffed the the book to the page with all the answers and then like put it in the desk so that I could just like slide it out while uh, while taking a test. And the teacher didn't catch me. The students around me caught oh, me. Screw that. Were they yeah. like, oh, teacher, teacher, I declare Jimmy has his notes for all to bear. Yeah. And the worst part <laughs> about it was I never ratted on them with cheating. I didn't give a shit about them cheating. They're, we're different people. I didn't care. But they like pegged me as someone who would do that. And they were like, we got to we got to knock him down a couple notches. Wait, Jim, what did they do to you? Uh, told on me. That's not what cheating. you said. What did I say? They pegged you. <laughs> Sorry, folks. We were talking about pegging before we were recording. That's a that's a callback to a conversation you weren't a part of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ATM. Uh, uh, thank you, Ross, for the ATM emoji. Very appropriate. And now, folks, we were just talking about ass to mouth, and we're back from the com- commercial. Uh, all right, ATM. Get it? Oh. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking um, of ass to mouth, what if like mouths were called munchers? <laughs> no. Munchers? Oh my god. Ugh. I need to go to the dentist. I got a real pain in my muncher. Right <laughs> oh, I've thought about this. Oh, and teeth really are gross. munchies? That's my that's good. That's my favorite thing to do when I'm bored is just like, what if this thing that has a name, what if it was a different name? I think I've called it a mouth job before, and that felt really wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Was that an accident, or was it like... Oh, I think I'm trying to make somebody job. feel uncomfortable. I was trying... Like, I feel like oh, I've gotcha. given this some some thought before. It's uh, not like it's, you it's, forgot the word blow. You were, like, actively... Okay, I gotcha. I forgot. I forgot. I was like, yeah, how do I ask this person if they want to make out? <laughs> so can I get, it like, an MJ? Like, is that a, <laughs> is that a thing you're into? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was thinking Mary Jane. The whole way on that. <laughs> I would have, I would assume if someone was like, hey, do you want some MJ? I'd be like, you want me to smoke weed? Are you like asking me in a very weird way? <laughs> do you want some MJ? You want me to date Peter Parker? <laughs> of all the people you know, though, I think that, uh, like, I'm a, I think I'm a reasonable person. I'd be like, oh, okay, Kai's just confusing. Like, it's reasonable for me to tell you that's any of those things. But like, OK, yeah, sure. Okay. What's I should then? be a, I should be a better podcaster and should have just like talked through what was going on. But instead, <laughs> I watched Ross adjust yeah. the adjust Dude. the volume on his mic and been like, well, I just hang on a second. I got to I got to think about this. <laughs> yeah, I got self-conscious because I was like, I can't hear myself right now. So I was like, am I coming in super soft or non-existent? Because like there's no backup recording. So. No, I was like, oh, fuck. No, no, you're, you're coming in good. So oh, this good. Is why I asked Jim earlier to do a frame by frame, because if at least you did that, then you would at least stay present. <laughs> like, because right. I get, well, I should say you're still here, but you're, it, I, I, I've had such a, like, distracted ADHD brain all day. Like, I had to listen to people to give me the syllabus the last two days. And you're just like, what other thoughts can I have? <laughs> Anything other than what I've, one, already skimmed through once, and two, will never look at again. <laughs> You're supposed to. Both of your faces are making a face like I'm supposed to look at the syllabus. <laughs> You're doing great. The syllabus. I look at the syllabus for like English classes because the English class will be like, here are the four books you're going to read this semester. But like every other class, ah, I look at it throughout the semester to find out when tests are. Oh, no. I was 
I guess that's important. I should do that at least. But everything else seemed more entertaining. I had like people's like backpack pins and like shit going on outside, like plenty mm-hmm. of stuff to just focus instead of because uh, it's like, like fucking I don't know. That lecture hall was like 150 people making all these like weird like sounds and clicks. And I was just like, no, nope, fuck this. Don't like it. I OK. I one time did need to use a syllabus because no. I spent. <laughs> you OK, Jim? I spent the entire it was like a two hour class and I spent an hour and a half in this one class in the wrong room. Because it just happened that like there was like a 441A and 441B and they didn't mark which one was A or B on the walls, something like that. So Uh, it wasn't your fault. And also I was in like physics 201 and then there was a, a and then in the other room was a physics two class. And it just so happened, like, they started at the same time. They all had the same stuff. And, like, there was, like, a question about whether who was going to be the professor. And I got, like, halfway through it and was like, oh, God, this is this is the wrong room. Like, mm. I just noticed that the, like, Thursday class time is completely different than what I had known it to be. And I'm in the completely wrong room and I have to go find my class. And I, <laughs> I had to get up in the middle of a class in front of everyone and go, I'm in the wrong room and (laughs) (laughs) and then hand in syllabus and go across the hall. What's nice about college, though, is that you can just leave and no one is like, hey, where are you going? (laughs) Like I uh, one time that person's trying to leave (laughs) uh, the the doors. Oh, no. Professor Jigsaw. (laughs) The professor did do the thing where they were like, I because I stood up and was going to just walk out of the room. But the teacher was like, where are you going? And I went, <laughs> I'm in the wrong room. And they went, oh, that's funny. Anyway. Oh, I thought that was going to be like in the social network when Mark Zuckerberg, after everybody's like, screw you for creating face match. Uh, he goes to leave and the professor is like, oh, I see we lost our first person. He's like, actually, here's the answer. Peace. And then he leaves and everybody's like, whoa, he's smart. I was in the dumber of the physics class because it was like <laughs> physics 201 versus uh, mm. physics two and physics two was a dumber version of physics 201. They were like, today you will learn how a tissue falls slow. I actually really like that idea for a class. That sounds oh. fun. <laughs> Wait, so you were in that class or you were supposed to be in that class? I was supposed to be in 201. I was supposed to be in the slightly harder class. Where they were like, here's the velocity of the tissue falling. Yeah, they were like, calculate wind resistance. And I was like, oh, fuck. Um, yeah, they, it was actually, yes, though. <laughs> I took a physics class in college because I needed a science gen ed. And the class was called Physics of Everyday Life. And I thought, oh, cool. I'll learn things that are useful. Like, I don't know, how balloons work. Or, like, I don't know, how gravity affects our day-to-day. And it was just remedial physics and i didn't learn anything and everybody did so poorly on the final that i got a d on the final but i ended the class with an a oh okay okay nice i actually i've done that in like i remember a lot of classes for me were calculating what i could what was like the minimum i could get on a test and still get an a in the class Oh, the classic. That's the most math that people do all semester is just like, yeah. OK, I only have to score an 86. I totally I I will get exactly that. Oh, I had I'm... a 
I had a class that I, I could get a D and I would still get an A in the class. And I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm not studying for this. I, could, I have other classes I, I need to study for. That's what I did last semester for my uh, evolution biology, uh, like was it, uh, biology of the sex class. Uh, mm-hmm. It was, a f- yeah, it, I, I just got D's and F's on every single exam because they were ca- accounted for like 8% of their grade. So I was like, I don't care. <laughs> and I, yeah. got a, I, I got a B for the class. So it was fine. I either got a, like, I think I got one D out of the three tests like the, that were supposed to be like all the information I was supposed to learn. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was fine. They're just like, they waited it for everybody to be like, this isn't your major. You're here for art. Just when, I mean, it wasn't even just that, but it, it is very much so like it's, I even got a syllabus actually from the, the class that one of the classes I'm in, it's like an online class I, in, in it. I think it just says something along the lines of like, like I can just like stop doing work at a certain point. Like if I want to, cause like that, if you do that credit, then like what everything you do is basically bonus. Like, I'm paraphrasing, but basically he was like, at a certain point, if you'd want to stop giving a fuck, you're good. Just to take the C and leave. Yeah. And I love a professor who knows who they are. Like, who's just See, like, I know, I know what this class is. <laughs> one time I had a professor come up to me and tell me, hey, you've done well enough this semester that my policy is I drop the lowest grade of whatever test. So like, yeah. if you get a bunch of B's, one C, I'll drop that C. I got A's in every single test. So she was like, you don't have to take the final. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to take the final. Yeah, why not? Why and not? then I walked right out and said, and fuck you. <laughs> Honestly, I regret it. I That was exactly, I didn't have to take it. I would have gotten a C if I didn't take my last exam. But I went in and I took it and I got a B for the class instead. But that's good. Yeah. I did tell I one teacher for my UF class, though. I was like, hey. Uh, it's the end of the semester. It's really, you know, uh, I'll still have an A in your course, even if I do complete this last project. So I'll continue to work on this like like because I want it in my portfolio, but I'm not going to pass it in. I was just like straight up, just like take care. Have a good summer. It's good working with you. And then the, <laughs> mess, the teacher was like, you passed my test. <laughs> <laughs> you are now art. Oh, uh, well, Nick, uh, if you're listening. Yeah. Thank you for that. I really hope I did pass this test because uh, I do. Yeah, it's got a good vibe. I can see them. He could be a good sensei. My um, I I uh, I had I my first semester of college, I really wanted to be a film major, so I took a bunch of like film major classes, and uh, one of the classes was math for liberal arts, and that was the dumbest class I've ever been in. Um, it like there was like one thing that was like, uh, we learned how time works, <laughs> in that like. <laughs> In that an hour is 60 minutes and at noon you go back to one at 1 p.m. So at that like, was a lesson. Oh, it was a big it was like a whole day uh, of if it's 11 o'clock now, what time will it be in three hours? I'm that no way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And I like obviously <laughs> I crushed the class every single test. I got 100 and the teacher graded on a curve. And they would for like the first like two tests, they were like, OK, well, what if you got 100? So there's no curve. And everyone was like, what the fuck? And by the third test, she was like, OK, so I'm going to get rid of that one guy that got 100. The rest the next highest grade is at 85. So everyone's going to get 15 points on their uh, tests. And I was like, my bad. <laughs> I have been killing it for everyone this entire <laughs> these entire like three weeks we had been in class. 
I got a straightforward conversation about that today. My my teacher was like, look, I'm from, he's like, look, I'm from Canada. I'm, I'm just like, I'm, I don't know why that's how we started immediately. He's like, I'm just used to really tough testing. And I'm used to the fact that it's like, you get a C. That's fine. Like, my, he's like, my tests are going to be hard. I'm going to be honest with you guys. All of my tests are going to be difficult because <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. yeah. To like put it out there. And yeah. yeah, there is this weird thing where A is like the best that you can get. Yeah. But getting a C means you still got 70% yeah. of the material, which once you're in the working world, you're like, which one is the divide symbol? And like, who cares? Well, we're all going to, and he's also upfront about the fact that like, yeah, I'll either give you a 5% boost if the average is at this point by the end of the semester and everyone's kind of sucking ass. I'll give you a 5% boost pretty much to everyone for the class. Um, I was like, that's nice. Um, I think unless I'm getting a shit wrong, but he's basically just going to bump up everyone's grade if we're doing shitty. And if we're not, just leave it where it's at. Like, he's just going to be upfront about that, too. I just remember there was a class I was taking in college that I was like struggling with. I wasn't doing very good in it. Um, and there was a test where like everyone got like a 50 on the test. Mm. It, she was like the teacher was like, I take this as a indictment on me teaching if all of you got like a 50. And then she was like, but one of you got a 93. And I was like, oh, man, if only I could be that guy. That guy must be so cool. And like we were talking, like my friend got his paper and he was like 50. And I was like, wow, he got like a 55 or something like that. And I was like, wow, dude, you did amazing. Like, I hope I did as good as you. And like the paper, he was like, yeah, I can't wait to see how you how you did. And I got the paper and I was the one that got the 93 and I just like put it back down. I was just like, yep, I also got a 55. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> paper's broken. It's yeah, not loading. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, my bad. <laughs> that sucks. Dude. It was. Yeah, it, I was like, oh, God, this entire time I've been talking about how bad I did. And I got a 93. I feel like such a jerk. It just says the grading system is designed so that you can miss any activity or lab without it, uh, like uh, unduly affecting your grade. There's no requirement for you to finish any given assignment or exam when you have uh, the point total needed for the grade you want. Then you can decide not to complete additional assignments. You do not need to notify us if you choose not to complete any given assignment or exam. Love it. Just sweet. <laughs> I I love that. I, I want that from every teacher to be like, just like, yeah, yeah, here you go. This is exactly how you do it. And when you're done, you're done. Just don't, you don't really need, is that a, I don't give a fuck or is that, am I just like reading into it too much? I think it's like, hey, this is the real world. Mm -hmm. And if we're trying to, you know, prepare you for that, then this is how shit works. Yeah. Don't um, flood my inbox with you being like, I'm so sorry I didn't do it. Please don't kill me. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. You, you like said it and I couldn't picture it all what you were trying to say. I, you don't have to read it again. Uh, no, 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 no. It's I'm just I'm genuinely thinking they're just like kind of they don't get they're like basically it doesn't really fucking matter. Yeah. Uh, that was like for some reason when people like read me like almost like legalese type of things or like syllabus type words. I I can't. It just goes in one ear and out the other. I cannot pay attention to what they're saying. Is it peanuts teacher? You got the wah, 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 wah. Like it all just kind of blurs together. Yeah. yeah I, I, I also a lot of school that. was that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, from and like being in the working world now and when you talk to somebody and all they do is talk in like corporate platitudes, mm -hmm. it breaks your brain like you have to put it in a translator. Um, It reminds me of the Weird Al song Mission Statement. You two know that one? <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> I, I, I can picture what the song's going to be about. It's, it's 
off of his most recent album, Mandatory Fun, and it's a style parody or a pastiche of Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. And it's like a folk song where it's just singing these empty corporate platitudes and it rules. Uh, I definitely listened to it because I remember when that album came out, I immediately listened to it. It was a momentous time. It was like (laughs) I was at camp and I was a counselor and I would be like, guys, new album dropped. And when we had time and could spend 20 minutes streaming the one song because the Wi-Fi was that slow. Oh, it was great. It, It was a really big deal. That was like 10 years ago that happened. Nine years Nine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing 2014, mm-hmm. uh, 2014. I, I very specifically remember that and being like, oh, man, this is the biggest day ever. It says this is his final studio album. Yeah, because he had a weird deal with his record company where like in the 80s, they basically said you we're going to make you do an 11 album contract or something like that. So this was the end of that order from back in the 80s or early 90s. Mm-hmm. And so now he's like, well, I could just do what I want. That's my weird owl. Um, That's good. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank no, you. it was a good. It's perfect. <laughs> it's really good. Um, thank you for I, supporting I, me, Kai. I, not I can try to, no, I'll do my best to edit it also to make it really as close as possible. <laughs> Here, I'll do, I'll do my impression of Jim so it sounds even more convincing. <laughs> okay. The great work. No, I, I'm, I'm not That's Italian. Good. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Yeah, with the name up. O'Donnell, you're not <laughs> Italian. Great to work, uh, you! <laughs> oh, Kai, could you contact Weird Al and get him to say what Ross said and then superimpose Weird Al saying it so that I sound even more like a jerk? <laughs> I'll reach out to Weird As Al a backup, stuff. you can yeah. get Daniel Radcliffe doing his decent American accent. What's the best way to contact both of those people, like legitimately? Like, what do you what do you suggest? Because it's not Instagram. That's my first... That's gonna management. Be my first yeah, management. Like, I go to their management companies? Yeah, I wonder if oh, I could get in day? contact with yeah. Weird Al. I think I <laughs> think like, I have an I have a a theory or I have a strategy to get it done. Like I'm friends with someone who is a talent agent and manages several actual celebrities. So maybe I could get in that way. And ask Weird Al to record this bit for a podcast. You're going to need that. If you honestly, if, if either that or I'm just going to ask, see if he's got a cameo. Those are my two ways to approach getting this done. Oh, if Weird Al had a cameo, I would buy one every day. <laughs> well, let's find out if Weird Al has a cameo. He definitely doesn't. <laughs> yeah. No. Weird Al cameo. It's going to be like YouTubers that also did parodies. So like Key of Awesome guy is going to be on there. Bart Baker is going to be on there. Um, other white guys are gonna be on there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I remember the uh, the for a little while the cheapest possible cameo you could get was uh, Chumley from Storage Makes Wars. Makes sense. And I was just gonna have him like read my friend's address to him, and that was gonna be the cameo. And then he, he bumped it up to like. $75 all of a sudden I was like oh man it was better when it was like 45 cents <laughs> who's, who's the who's the like least expensive person now well it's also just people that nobody knows like I could I hold on what do you got to do in order to get a cameo like so you do have to get an invite code I think okay um I know somebody who's on cameo and I think he offered to give me a code and I'm like no one knows who I am I barely know who I am 
That's actually a really good way to start each one. Like, hey, I don't even know. like, dude. That's your that's your thing. Really, your uh, yeah. Just say that right off the get go for everybody's. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a, lean there's like the, a weird nope. bar. There's a weird bar for this because I I just went to the musicians page for cameo and you get like Kenny G, uh, Arlo Guthrie, Steve Vai, and then there's like Kanye East. A guy who kind of looks like Kanye, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then the naked cowboy, the guy from uh, the guy who walks around. Oh New York. yeah, yeah. Good I think for him. Been, what about the, uh, the the guy Elmo? Like he hangs out in Philly. Can, does he have one? Oh, that's a good question. Let me look. Uh, he's busy he, drumming around. <laughs> I know, but if you wear like a mask and you're like no one can see you, it just feels like that's the best cameo job because you can just rotate out with other people. Like you don't have like because does he talk? Wait, why would I assume he doesn't? I don't know. When he no, drums, he, he, he only anything? drums. He does, yeah. <laughs> he's not on there. I I do know the uh um Philly Elmo is like he he gets like he gets in like legal trouble all the time and he has to uh he needs to get like bailed out a lot because there will be like uh essentially GoFundMe's once in a while. They're like, hey, could you help uh get uh Philly Elmo out of jail? And then like people like put down like five thousand dollars and he's like, all right, I'm out. I love the commitment, though. That takes a lot to be like, yeah, yeah, I'm still going to be Philly Elmo. Nothing's going to stop me from that. I don't think he's getting arrested for being Philly Elmo, if I'm going to be honest. Okay, and also, if you catch my drift. <laughs> okay, that's not what it is. Okay, I thought yeah. it was just people really hated Elmo and Philadelphia. No, I mean, he probably could get arrested for like noise ordinance type things, but also probably not he could be arrested for being too inspiring (laughs) (laughs) so i looked up national treasure on cameo and the only two that are listed are do either of you want to guess it's the guy who played uh uh uh, whatever riley riley and i don't know is john voight on there already is he doing it okay so your guess your guesses are justin bartha and john voight yeah. And note, I didn't search for specific actors. I just searched National Treasure. Oh, so the word National Treasure. Those guys probably aren't <laughs> listing John Voight, you know, from National Treasure. <laughs> so the answer is Tammy Brown from season one of RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Wow. Or everybody's favorite, one of Canada's most recognized and respected TV personalities, Cynthia Loist. We all know her. Co-host of the, the Social and best-selling and author of best-selling Find, Your, author Pleasure. Find Your Pleasure. Yeah, and don't worry, a hundred percent of the funds go to charity. <laughs> Did you see that the guy from like the I think it was like the guy from like the Inbetweeners became the first ever cameo millionaire? I don't know any of those words that you just said. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Uh, we had the first ever guy become uh, a cameo millionaire, and I think it's. Oh jeez, I think I think it's one of the in-betweeners, but I I have to look I it up. I thought it was Kevin from The Office. Oh, yeah, that, I feel like that's a that I think he would do well. Actually, I think he would do, but he I wonder if like I can imagine people requesting to do the thing where he doesn't use as many words to speak. Like that has to be a thing. Oh, that's a good yeah. idea. I'm well, also just, looking can, can at uh, beans. Can you just spill any beans? I don't know what they would be. Requests would be Jesus. I'm looking at all of the uh, YouTube comedians, like specifically the people that listed themselves as YouTube comedians. Nice, I've yeah. never heard of any of them, and I 
don't like any of them. I'm, I'm gonna look in, I'm gonna look and see. There's somebody called Scott versus Box. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember Scott versus Box. No, you don't. Okay. Does he, maybe, maybe is, is it just him kicking boxes and that's it? I think so. That okay. has to be. Oh wait. Took a waste of a box. Yeah, it says yes. That Scott from YouTube destroying box after box. That's upsetting. Mm-hmm. That just feels really. I literally today put in my buy nothing group. Does anybody have any extra boxes? This feels really like my nemesis. I don't like this person. Scott versus Box was he's like an unboxing guy. Nah, man, I got a rivalry. I'm hitting this guy up. <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> so I recognize some of these people. Uh, Super Hotfire. He was really popular for a while. Everybody, if you could unfollow this guy, if you do follow him for me, I really would like to start beef for this person. Uh, this is a good idea. <laughs> yeah, and also announce your departure when you leave because nothing better than somebody's like people like love it when they announce their like when they're leaving a like a a fa- like a Facebook group or like a fucking uh, anybody on social media. I just want to say before I go. <laughs> Oh, I need to unfollow somebody and do something like that right now. Maybe that's actually how I get attention. I'm going to unfollow, uh, like, who, who do I have here? Whoa. The second to last person on this list is Hannah Hart. She's, Whoa. She's, like, the most famous person on this list, to be honest. I don't know what she's doing at the very end. Damn, that's... I like her. Yeah, Hannah Hart's great. I think she's from, like, nearby my hometown. Let me look. So you could ask her for a job. I could. <laughs> she lives in, like, my sister's... Uh... Oh, no. Okay, it's not her. Uh, Who am I thinking of? It's someone that's, like, similar to Hannah Hart. Jenna Marbles. No, it's not Jenna Marbles. She's from... Uh, she's from uh, New Hampshire. I remember that. No, not New Hampshire. She's from Massachusetts, I think. Very different. Two different states. Very Yeah, different. but they're the same. Let's be honest. They're not the same, dude. We're look, I will proudly oh, say wow. New Hampshire I'm is even way more worse. wrong. She's from What's Rochester, up? New York. She moved to Boston. That's what I'm thinking. Oh. Of. Yeah. That explains everything now. Yeah. I don't know uh who this person is. I I guess they're a person. What is Hannah Hart in? My drunk kitchen. Nope. That's no like idea. Her, that's her big thing. Is that a, a TV show that's about what? It's a YouTube channel. Okay. See, I never got into YouTube. I, I just missed it. I don't know what it is, but I just, I don't YouTube. I've done it on dates. People have been like, hey, do you want to come over and watch like people play video games on YouTube? And I'm like, I guess that the quantifies is hanging out. Uh, is that the word quantifies? But yeah. did you qualifies. know that on Cameo, you could get Tammy Stronach, a.k.a. The little girl from the never-ending story. Oh, no way. <laughs> yes, Dude, we should, way. We should try to get on Cameo. That's Let's make that our goal this year. I mean, yeah, why not? I'm, let's just do it. The Rotten Treasure people, why not? <laughs> yeah, if, if uh, Terry Stone can be on Cameo, why can't you? I figured out who I was thinking of, by the way. It was Grace Helbig. Oh, yeah, that that checks out. Yeah, she went to Gateway, which is a high school that like my high school would like run track against. I I remember when she became popular and I was like, wow, someone from where I'm from is popular. That's crazy. Just anyone can be popular. Oh, God. Andy Warhol was prophetic. 
pretty sure. I for, I, for a second, I, I thought you were going to be like, Andy Warhol is from my hometown. I was going to be like, really? <laughs> That's right. Mr. Soup himself. He's from <laughs> my neck of the woods. Oh, speaking of him, what's her face? Patty Smith, who like hung out with him for a little while in like the 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, she went to the same college as me. She went there for one semester, but she still went there, and they still talk about how Patty Smith can't, went to uh, Rowan University it back, when it, back when it was Glassboro. I don't, I don't think I've given a single fuck about who's gone to the University of Minnesota. That's a celebrity. Oh, let's look it up. <clears throat> yeah, like, this is this is very not, exciting. That's, that's not cred to me. Like, I just don't care. Like, the only the only like foolish things that I'm like very adamant to tell people are like, I have the same birthday as Princess Diana. Like. That doesn't mean anything. Oh, like, where does that hope you don't that? have the same death day as Princess Diana. <laughs> well, hold on. What was her death day? I should be careful every year, then. <laughs> oh, cool. Kai, you went Kai, to the same Bob school Dylan. as Garrison Keillor. Okay. <laughs> I love Garrison. Who's that? Wait, hold on. I don't want to say that. Who is that? No, no, no. You said it. You love Garrison Keillor. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Who's Garrison Keillor? You know, he created a Prairie Home Companion, and then... Uh, he allegedly had inappropriate behavior. I do not love this man. I do not. Oh, wow. But you you went to college at uh, the Bob Dylan went there. Okay. I guess you did that. That's a thing. I just, I don't connect with my school at all. I was in the, the like, the bookstore today and, like, could get all this school spirit shit. I don't think I've gotten a single thing of school spirit. Like, oh, Henry Fonda. That's a good one. He's a great actor, and his kids are both pretty cool, too. And don't forget about Dick Durrell, the creator of People magazine. Okay, so I guess they've done stuff. That's, like, a big deal. I'm going to be honest. Not a lot of good people have gone there. Well, I apologize. That's me. I'm just a terrible person going to a, uh, a pretty decent school, I guess, for graphic design. We're all right. We're all right. Also, Jim, you can't say that when Kai went to the same school as E.L. Mayo. <laughs> the inventor of Mayo? Oh, oh, wait. Oh, oh this is cool. Uh, I didn't realize that Kate Mulgrew went to the University of Minnesota. That's kind of cool. Do I want to? OK, have I talked about going to the U enough on this podcast that uh, people would find me anyways? Or is it fair that I should ask for a different college that we can put over the one I'm, that we've said thus, thus far? Um, say that you went to the University of Hard Knocks. OK, <laughs> I'll, I'll use that. Thank you very much. Is that a, yeah, is that a real university? Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Same as E.L. Mayo. The inventor of mayonnaise. Okay. All right. Is that not true? <laughs> I will is, this interesting, is this interesting that we're just naming people who went to our colleges? Well, I think because I went to Temple, and Temple has a lot of alumni, like yeah, famously Hollow Notes. Yeah. That's where they got say, their Temple start. Popular school. Yeah. You guys should have gone to a more popular school. Oh, I went to the cheapest school around. Oh, I know. I nearly went there. Oh, my God. So many people for you. Uh, Oh, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Yeah, you give that one back. I'm so sorry. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, Hollow Notes, Bob Saget, Tom uh, Sizemore, Adam McKay, Diplo, Mm -hmm. Tim from Tim and Eric. I actually have one that's a, not a, like a flex, but it's more of an apology as well. And it's the McDonald's brothers. They went to my high school. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, the 
the like actual, Koch like, uh, the, 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 the original, they're from, they were in, uh, yeah, unless I'm making this shit up. And listen, hold on, this is really great. The way I know this is through, like, New Hampshire people. And they led to tell a good story by a fire and drink a lot. So who knows if this is true? Um, but, yeah, I believe uh, Manchester was selling hot dogs and hamburgers on a cart on Elm Street. I just realized that uh, I have I've been very confused at who the Koch brothers were. <laughs> I just said yes to you. I don't know. Uh, I I believe this is just the McDonald's brothers. Yes, no. I, I, I I'll look it up. I, oh, normally I'm sorry. I already thought you were. I just usually expect you to look everything up that I'm curious about. You do it so well. Am I the only one out here just bullying their besties into looking stuff up online for them? Just me. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, speaking of uh, bullying people into looking stuff up online, you should check out Pedals of Support. It is a podcast that I've actually had the pleasure of being on, as well as also had the pleasure of having uh, Mama D on as a guest on our podcast for Muppets Take Manhattan. Give that a listen and check out her podcast. Uh, she's given out general advice on how to just function in our day-to-day lives, uh, but just also ways in which we can be better at communicating our needs uh, to ourselves, to each other, uh, as well as also just ways in which in our day-to-day we can just do better at caring for ourselves. Uh, we could all use a little bit more uh, just reminder uh, that we're important to take care of, uh, that we uh, are worthy of doing so. So yeah, I'll give you that reminder too. I love y'all. Well, thank you for listening regularly. I know you listen to every episode, uh, but more importantly, uh, I, I want to thank you for taking care of yourself and for just spending some time today to do something fun, which was, you know, listen to us talk about nonsense. So that's cool. Anyways, uh, I'm going to let Mama D speak for herself, and we'll get back to the episode. Hello, this is Mama D, and I'm the host of Petals of Support. Petals of Support is a podcast that offers advice from a mom to anyone that needs a little extra love and support. This is not advice for moms, but advice from a mom. I've covered such topics as forgiveness, how to forgive, when to forgive, and when it's okay to not forgive, letting go, how to make good decisions, and how to handle stressful situations. I'm not a licensed anything. I'm just a mom that wants to provide to you the same advice that I give my kids, my friends, and my family. You can find me on any podcast platform. You can also find me at Twitter, at Petals of Support. Please go listen. Find the episodes that apply to you, and maybe the ones that don't. You can file that information away for later. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. Thank you. Yeah, you're right. It is the McDonald's brothers. Yeah. It's very. Oh, Ray Kroc is the. He was the guy who like made oh. uh, McDonald's like the thing. That's what I was thinking of. Okay. Well, it's just something I've like, always yes, been like felt bad about. But yeah, they went to. I think they went to Manchester West High School as well. Yep. They were born in Manchester, New Hampshire. Yeah. You're that's welcome. Cool for you, I guess. Yeah, that's like the only one that like uh, blue jeans were like a big deal. I think we were like the first people to mill the people for that. We're really that's pretty cool. Our blue jean business. I I don't know. That's a pretty cool. Yeah, man. Those mills are actually really fucking dope. If you ever go to Manchester, uh, there's you can go to a go to one. Now it's like a spa. I bet there's probably a place that's like a ping pong bar at this point. Like it is very filled with like happening shit on Elm Street. But all of a sudden, uh, Manchester, New Hampshire is, it became... To me, a, it sounds like a nightmare. Oh, no, it is. Every single time I go there, I'm like, this sounds horrible. Yeah, it uh, sounds like a real nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. 
it oh is. My oh my God. God, no, that's it's, that's a hundred percent. This you should go uh, write a review for Elm Street in Manchester, New Hampshire, as like a food and just lifestyle critic. Please do, rip them apart. <laughs> I need bad press because people keep trying to move to my uh, my home city, and I'm very confused. I've always hated it. How dare people go there? Oh, uh, Gigi Allen is from uh, Manchester. No, I don't want that. That's my gift. <laughs> You're welcome. What? Uh, oh, you also have Seth Meyers, Adam Sandler, Sarah Silverman. Those are some, like, actually cool ones. Yeah, so high school, I had that covered. College, not so much. Um, but, yeah, that was kind of like a – those were, like, big folks. I remember Seth Meyers being a thing. And I think also uh, the Segway was invented by a dude in the town over. So I guess we'll take that one. Oh, who famously died by going off a cliff in a Segway? He did. Yeah, I shouldn't giggle. Why am I giggling? That's so terrible. Well, that's that's one of those great ironies that it's really funny. Yeah, it's like the guy who invented knives um, died by being uh, shot by a guy named Knife. Okay. <laughs> what about the guy who invented Gak? Alanis, get in here. I got a new verse for you. <laughs> A guy who invented the knife. <laughs> I don't hate it. Oh, my God. Uh, can I ask you all a question? Sure. Uh, yeah, go for it. It's not actually about the movie as much as it's actually, what is a better heist movie? Like, what heist movies do you like? Ooh. That's a good I, question. I, I've I, never I mean, I like this movie a lot. Yeah, this is a Stone Cold classic. I I know I saw it in theaters with the whole family. Oh yeah, no, I didn't. The, I saw it on DVD. It, you can tell, have, it shows. You can actually yeah. Answer my my question afterwards. What yeah? I gotta ask you of course. What is your relationship with the National Treasure franchise? It's more yeah, important. big fan of Numero Uno, which we are allegedly talking about today. Yeah, um, I remember enjoying. National Treasure 2, although I know it's a lot more convoluted, and I know that there is a Disney Plus show that I have not seen. So, I yeah. Have, yeah, I haven't seen it either. Yeah, yeah I, I think I've me about it before. Ooh. Yeah, it's I not on any Jim's radar, yeah. I haven't seen it, but I feel like I should watch at least one episode, and that we should talk about that one episode, and that's it. Uh, and then I never want to watch another National Treasure thing ever again, uh, unless they bring back Nick Cage, because I'm already, like... That's 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 fair. Like, Jim, I think you pointed out that that was like a big flop if they're going to bring it back. Right. Or like pointed out that it's kind of weird that he's not there. He should be. Yeah, there. It's, it's weird to me that he's not there. He's he yeah. should be there. That's that's one of the big reasons we all saw National Treasure. Yeah. He was Nick fucking Cage. At one well, point, I, I, I saw, saw it because of the history. Is it good? Yeah, <laughs> history's good. I do feel like there's a little bit of like. There must have been like a thing in like 2004 where like all these guys who were like big into history were like, hey, we're cool now all of a sudden. And then they like talk to people at bars and like, uh, st- you're still not cool. Please, please get away from me. I don't care that you know who signed uh, the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And then they went to the movie and saw it and they were like, this is all like a weird conspiracy theory that doesn't make sense. So you're telling me. Benjamin Franklin invented biofocals so he could, like, decode a piece of paper that mm-hmm. he found in a brick. Mm-hmm. Does that, does that not make any sense to you? Because everything here was logical to me. At no point was I like, I don't get it. 
I wish that at that point the movie was like, now take out your 3D glasses and the movie will be 3D all of a sudden. And then you're just seeing it just say beneath parking, <laughs> Parkington Lane. And that's it. Well, you know what, Jim? You and I live in Philly. So this movie's pretty much already in 3D. I, I, I talk about this all the time. Whenever I watch a movie that's set in Philadelphia, I become the dumbest person on the planet. And I become, I know where that's at. And I... I did it for this movie as well. I out loud said, oh, Reading Terminal. Mm-hmm. I know her there. Yeah, and they actually did film here, which is cool. Like, yeah. I remember, because I love, like, the Franklin Institute, and that's a part of this movie. Mm-hmm. And I th- I can't remember if that little display that the little boy is running to and from a bunch of times, if that ever was there, because it's certainly not there now. Oh, we're done. Yeah, and I I believe they used, like, replicas for, like, when Nicolas Cage is, like, climbing on the roof and shit like that. Oh, yeah. But, like, I don't expect them to... I don't expect them to use those parts of Philadelphia. I would love it if he was adamant. He's like, I'm Nick Cage. Get it. Make it happen. All right? I want to do it for real. All right? I want to be... (laughs) Give me... We're digging underneath a church. Let's go. (laughs) I also work around the corner from, like... Independence Hall. So it's just like, eh, who the fuck cares? Yeah, no, living there definitely yeah, I used I to completely live became down to it. Yeah. I used to live right near the church that he runs through the um the the graveyard of. I, I lived like right around the corner from that. Oh. It's on like fourth and Lombard, something like that. Yep. He they I also did the thing that people do where I go, Oh man, they uh they they must have run real far because they run from Independence Hall to Reading Terminal and then they run from Reading Terminal <laughs> to City Hall, which that's like that's like twenty five blocks of running. <laughs> yeah, I also really okay fit. specifically Nick Cage when they were doing Independence Hall stuff, they didn't film it at Philly's Independence Hall. They filmed it at the replica of Independence Hall at Knott's Berry Farm. In Buena Park, California. Really? I guess I would imagine that's cheaper. I would imagine that they saved a fair amount of dollars and it was much less difficult. To yeah, and I'm sure you can destroy as many bricks as you want at that one, too. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Oh, my God. You know, honestly, I saw the Liberty Bell and I did not give a fuck. I I was a little upset. Like, so when I went did you back, wait in line? Yeah. The second yeah, time, though, I didn't. That's the worst I, part. Someone wanted to see it. I was like, there's a spot where you can just go out the window. It's like 10 feet away and basically see the same shit. It's just you're outside. That's you don't it. get to see the crack. That's <laughs> it. So what? It's the bell. You saw it. Let's go. There's yeah. other shit to see in, like, to see in the city. Um, you got to look at a, the Rocky statue because apparently a statue of a fictional man is important. I took you to the Rocky statue. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, I took so many people to the Rocky statue as a Lyft driver. It's a big deal. Uh, we went on a day that there weren't that many people there. I remember that. Now it's like a huge line every time you go. And it's like a good like it's almost like going to the Liberty Bell. Oh, I have a little Liberty Bell right next to me. Oh, Whoa. Is that, yeah. <laughs> and is what a coincidence. I have um, a hairbrush right next to me. Oh, weird. Oh, uh, yeah. Happened to have an Einstein, which is not at all helpful. But <laughs> well, no, this is related because yeah, uh, I think he was a Freemason, maybe. That's yeah. What am I thinking of? No, uh, 
even every time someone's saying Freemason, I keep thinking about doing something that's bad for your health. Is it Freebasing? Yes. Okay, yeah. what is Freebasing? Because I, I know it is a bad <laughs> thing. I just don't know what it is. I'm going to learn something today at 36, y'all. Freebasing is essentially when you smoke cocaine. It, that's okay. It's a little it's a little kind of different, but like for your purposes, that's what you're that's what you're doing. I really like this little Einstein guy. He's pretty sweet. Except his hair is a mess. Yeah, I haven't combed it in a while. It's like nice co- hairstyle, Einstein. Yeah, what a fool. This guy, he loses his hat in Oppenheimer. Now Kai's version of Einstein has uh, wild, untamed locks. I mean, where he also has only head? like half a head. Like in the back is just cut out, so they could put the hair in, but it's hmm. just incomplete, and as if he just has like someone took a chunk out of his his dome, which feels a little bit too uncomfortable for me. Cross, was uh, it you or Vegas that uh, uh, you saw uh, Oppenheimer and, and just said we were all like in the car together and you went, man, Oppenheimer was a masterpiece. That does sound like something I'd say because I I was talking about it this morning to strangers at a coffee shop and I was like, it's exactly the right length when the fact that like the bomb goes off and there's still an hour and a half left in the movie. You're like, yeah. okay, now we're cooking it with gas. With Adams. Adam, damn it. <laughs> I haven't um, seen it, but that's a good pun, yeah. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen it either. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it when it gets like when it's uh, streaming or whatever. I don't I, th- I don't want to go to the I think you two right should opt in Heimer to go to the movies and see it. I wanna wait till Oppenheimer two and three come out, but sure. I was going to Barbenheimer, uh, but then I like ended up just seeing Barbie anyway, because Barbie was great. I, I, I really wanted to see it from the beginning. And then and then Oppenheimer came out. I was like, I guess I'll also watch Oppenheimer because everyone else is doing it. I failed to do that. But hold on a second. I have to show you this. Please, everyone, wait. This is really exciting. Kai is- moved. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a T-shirt. Um that says, do you ever think about dying? Lovely. <laughs> and, and, a, and a, like a Barbie print. And See, I have a similar <laughs> one where it's the Barbie font and it says Destroyer of Worlds. It's also good. I like that. Yeah. I have a Sailor Moon shirt on. Okay, you can get some credit for that. That's a yeah. good, that's Wait, a good Jim, shirt. Jim, <laughs> I didn't know that you were a nerd. No! <laughs> Is that a nerdy we, shirt? I thought we were just three cool people on a chat, but now <laughs> I know you like Sailor Moon. I has, do like Sailor Moon. No, my secret. <laughs> oh, you like Sailor Moon? Name three other celestial bodies. Sailor Jupiter and Sailor Mercury and Sailor Mars. Is that all true? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. No, thank you for that. Uh, uh, Jim, would you mind describing the emoji? It was a cop with a stop sign. Okay, good job. You did it. Frame by frame. Excellent work. Thanks. You know what's my favorite part of the National Treasure Wikipedia page? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Actually, that's the that's the quote for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite, uh, like I I love reading Wikipedia. I talk about it. I think every time I'm on here, but. One of the like subheaders for National Treasure is portrayal of Declaration of Independence. <laughs> this is the, I mean, honestly they get a, that's the whole thing. It's just about the the Declaration of Independence. So I'm gonna read because it's two sentences this entire section. So I'm gonna read it in like uh, 
uh, like an Adam ruins everything voice. Okay. Okay. Um, the film suggestion that the original Declaration of Independence still has clearly visible ink is inaccurate. The document's ink dried over time due to exposure of damaging lighting, with little ink still existing by 1876. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that was very annoying. Yeah, that was good. Excellent work. I'd give you at least a nine on very annoying. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> If you had to guess, Ross, uh, don't look at the critical reception unless you already have. If you had to guess what the Rotten Tomatoes score was, what do you think it is? So I did peep, but I was surprised because I would have said this is probably like a high 60s movie. Like people are think it's silly, but it's fun. I would have said 70s personally. Yeah. I got a couple like okay, silly but fun is supposed to be the vibe. I got a couple laughs in, but I didn't. I, don't, I like. I really remember this being a lot sillier. Um, Hi. There's. What do you think the Rotten Tomato score is? No, probably like a, I don't know, maybe like a forty-two. Wow! Wow! wow. That was pretty wildly close. close. <laughs> it's forty-six. Yeah. Because I feel like that. No, it feels about right. Really? Um, do you not like this movie? I just don't think. I mean, I watched. I watched it, and I don't. I. 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 I I'll say it. I didn't really like I don't love this movie. I don't like this movie. I think I might be in the state between uh, indifference and well, that was fun at times. Like, that's kind of where I'm living. Uh, wow. Like, I, I honestly I think it's uh, I think I can't tell if it has third act problems or I had a third act problem like just myself today. Because like I once they got uh, I, I guess not even most of the third act, but once they got it like underneath and like in the fucking uh I don't know what you want to call this, the cave. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't really give a shit anymore. I kind of tuned out. I That's totally so get funny. that. Because yeah. I, I, I don't disagree. I Because everything else, they're kind of building on things that exist. And sure, it's all like silly and like, ah, this uh, pipe fits into this stone. But yeah, once you kind of get underground, like there's no frame of reference for this. You're like... Wait, so all of these famous people throughout history hid treasure? Sure. Yeah. And, like, the logic doesn't quite hold up, because you would think, like, okay, somebody alive would know or would have pillaged it already. And it wasn't yeah. until the Gates family kept the secret or whatever. Yeah. I think it, I don't know if it would be better, but I think it. I, I kind of didn't want them to find it as well. Because I, I was like, I, at that point, I was so burnt. No, that I that's what I care. like. I like that. I like that at the end they find the treasure and it's this humongous, big billion-dollar uh, treasure. I like that. I like when they have a promise and they fulfill it. They go, "Here's it. It wasn't the treasure; was the friends we made along the way." Well, I guess. The- I, I guess, Kai, are you looking for more of an Indiana Jones thing where he never really gets it? But he mm. comes away having learned something. Well, no, the, the 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 get enough was as his father pointed out, which was just uh, that you proved that this existed, like this just happened. If it had been yeah. taken away or they missed it, that's kind of like to me that I don't know. I, that's the thing to fuck with. Um, I, don't I don't like the don't, way they did that because they did both. Where they go, where they go into the one room and it's empty, and he goes. You know what, son? You proved me wrong. I would have cut that scene. This room exists. And I was like, yeah, yeah. 
what what an ending and then they go oh never mind here it is here's the real treasure and i'm like yeah. oh man i wish they had just like found the treasure like i, I wish that it was better than that i don't know i just i wish uh, they had done that at the same time even I felt like a, that conflicting part, I guess, maybe also didn't, like, sit with me right. I don't know what it was, but I kind of just at a certain point just didn't really care. And especially when I was like, okay, Riley, you got a cool car. The end. <laughs> you didn't get a cool car. <laughs> yeah, you Riley get car. gets shit on throughout this entire thing. And it's like, hey, he's good with computers. He, he like, hacked the the lights, yeah. the traffic lights. Yeah, he Let him so. Uh, what is it? Hacked a, a security system with like a fucking uh, joystick and some shit he got from like Home Depot. Like it was, <laughs> I didn't he understand how he did that. million dollars at the end. Because they say it's estimated ten billion dollars, and then he gets one percent of the uh, of the treasure. So yeah, he got a hundred million dollars. That's isn't that as like rich as Oprah? I don't know why I know that. Oprah's uh, Oprah's a billionaire. I don't know why. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I don't know why I said that then. That's nowhere near how much yeah. money over. Really? Yeah, that makes sense. She's like, she's like one of like ten uh, like entertainers that are billionaires. Oh, I feel like your follow-up could have been because she's Oprah, and I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I don't like Oprah. Yep, I don't know. That's shit my about hot Oprah. take. You want to say that openly? Yeah, we lost yeah. Oprah fans. My hot take is I don't like Oprah. <laughs> I think I I I like her so much that it scares me. Okay. Are you Josh Peck? No. I'm um Josh somebody Peck else. Oh, what's her uh oh, what's the guy's name? Josh Peck. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll I'll copy that Josh Peck over the other Josh Peck. <laughs> Stedman. Oh, yeah. What about Smosh Peck? And it's like it's Smosh. Anthony. <laughs> Ian and Anthony from Smosh, but they're Drake and Josh. Yeah, you get it. Finally, someone gets it. <laughs> Drake and Smosh, and instead of Drake Bell, it's Drake. I feel like, is this like that new, like, it's, it's Squirrels, uh, not Girls thing? Is that, what is what are we, what is this? <laughs> is this the record for like most dropped and bits that are dead on arrival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> okay. I'm Just good. Want to be sure? Yeah, no, I'm good <laughs> that's, at that. That's so stupid. That's <laughs> okay. Uh, oh god. Oh god. Damn it. Sorry. I have been focused on how fucking painful my elbow is this entire time. It hasn't been this bad in days. Oh, just don't focus on it. Yeah, just don't think I'm about it. About it. Uh, Have you thought about not being in pain? Huh? Yeah. Have you thought about not being in pain? I think about it. I think uh, about you know who's probably in pain? Sean Bean's character, Ian Howe. Oh, yeah. Well, I was gonna, oh, wait, who who's that? The villain. The villain. Oh, that guy? Yeah, yeah. No, he's just a that guy to me. He's honestly. an entrepreneur, oh. crime boss, and treasure hunter who is a former friend of Benjamin Gates, our hero. He, he could have easily been like a, a uh, like a Home Alone villain. Like that. Uh, I don't know why. Is that what I've done? Thinking of the dude from Home Alone 3 and it reminds me of that dude. I don't know why. Didn't he end several scenes in this movie by waving his fist and going, duel? Let them go, I yeah, guess. Yeah, kind of, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot I, of the movie is him being like, oh, foiled again. And then he's like, thanks for taking us to the treasure. We'll take it from here. 
that was actually one of the things I kind of yeah. was like, I wanted it to happen. And then I had to keep remembering it was a Disney film was that I wanted it to be more violent, I guess. I, like yeah, there was, it sounds terrible, but I like, there was a moment when they were uh, like in the thing. And I was like, that would have been really funny if they just shot, like his, he pointed the gun at Riley. It's like, it would have been a wild thing. And they just, he just shot Riley in the head. And then they just kept doing the movie. And it was fucked. I mean, but, like there was a bunch of times where I'm just like, it, there's no logic to keep all of these people alive. Like you just now have four responsibilities down here. It's just making me a bad person. Am I going to get arrested for saying these things out loud? But, a man but it's nice. A well. Yeah. It's nice that the worst thing that happens with this movie is like people keep like slipping and falling yeah. uh, on wood. So they probably get bad splinters. Oh, I'm sure they do. Well, that and emotionally, uh, I guess not affected by the fact that someone was casual would be like, yeah, I'd let you die too. I thought that was great. Riley does have a line where he goes, uh, um, I have a splinter that's been festering for weeks. Was that intentional? Oh, yeah, that was the, the thing he did say the, afterwards? Yeah, it's in the epilogue. Okay, actually, I guess that would make sense. The denouement, as they say. Do you think I like... Per- okay. Oh, wait. Sorry, no, I think I remembered something from the second movie. Never mind. Oh, sorry. Because the second movie, it's international. And at a certain point, he's like... You know what, Nicolas Cage? I'm sick of playing by your rules. I'm driving the car. And they go in the car, but they're in Europe, so the uh, steering wheel's on the other side. Oh, that's a, that's that's a, that's that's a funny, funny bit. Yeah, it's that's pretty funny. so fucking fun. Everybody goes, <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they just have a different, like, very, uh, I don't know, tropey car chase situation again, just like this one? Yes. Okay. Because yeah, movie's all tropes. Yeah, I, 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 I was. I don't know why I'm going to keep connecting things to this movie with Dennis Quaid going inside of. Uh, wait, the other way around. Martin Short goes inside of Dennis Quaid. No, other way around. Have you seen the movie where Dennis Quaid goes into a tiny spaceship situation, oh, or like uh, shrinks down? John Malkovich. No, it's not that one. Dennis Quaid gets shrunken down and then in a spaceship put inside of uh, Martin Short by accident. It was supposed to be inside of a rabbit to like do surgery, but through. Meet Dave. No, uh, oh, 23rd Strunk, John, <laughs> Drunk Street, I think, or whatever the fuck it is. Um, I'm trying to think. No, I forget what it's called. It's like Interscope or some shit like that. But uh, they also oh. have this, that, that trope of just like, let me hang on the back of a door and then someone's going to have to like come grab me or I'm going to fall into the car or whatever. I kind of yeah. at this point, I hate it. Like, and I know this is a movie that I'm yelling about from like 2004. Is that what it is? It is. Uh, but like, yeah, fuck. I don't know what it is, but I'm over that. I just saw it in another movie. How dare you keep doing this thing? I, as if, and I'm just upset that I've seen it twice within the past like month. Yeah. Yeah, but I saw the documentary Free Solo not that long ago, and I can believe it. People are good at hanging on things. Yeah, yeah I mean, that guy hangs on his fingertips. And it like as that exercise. hurts. He like doesn't like it. Yeah. Or he, he really likes it. It depends on the day. I mean, I he he doesn't feel joy. That was part of that movie. Yeah, he's a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, that was I, that was like the sad part of that movie is like he because he finally does it at the end of the movie and they're like, how do you feel? This must be amazing. He's like, he's like, I had a good was, time. <laughs> I, I I enjoyed doing this. this. Fun. You're like, oh man. Yeah, they had the doctor that was like, he doesn't have dopamine receptors, so like he doesn't feel anything. <laughs> And then the critics were like, that makes one of us 100 percent rotten Wait, tomatoes. How do I you didn't... always end up being Kermit when you're... <laughs> it's 
Or, I guess, more Lorne Michaels is what I was going for. No, I was talking to Chip. Okay, we're going to have a free solo sketch. And it's, <laughs> it's going to be free bolo, and it's about a guy with a bolo tie. He needs to put it on, but he doesn't have emotions. Mm. I meant Jim, but it was worth it to get your Lorne Michaels. Thank you. Ross, do you have any final notes about National Treasure? Yeah, watch it and have fun. Don't be such a fucking irony-poisoned doofus. It's it's fun. It's like, what if the Da Vinci Code was was good? Fun? Yeah, <laughs> which is a very low bar. But no, this is a, a lovely movie, fun for the whole family. It's campy and it's inexplicable. You feel like you're learning about history, but there's no way you actually are. Oh, no, no. You don't learn anything about history. But this is the perfect like, hey, kids. So it's uh, you're in social studies. And today we're going to watch National Treasure. I don't know. <laughs> it's because America was at the height of its patriotism at the time, too. So like this movie came out and it was such a big deal for patriots. Well, I guess it would be more of when I was a uh, this is like two, what, the time we're wheeling into a cart as like a movie for uh, kids to watch is way actually outdated. Uh, you don't need the cart; you just put the TV on, and I think they just I don't know what do they just have a uh, what kind of setup do teachers have now for TVs in like high school? Smart boards. Yeah, smart boards. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Everybody yeah. gathers around their iPad. Yeah, I guess I guess that's how you would go about it. And we're all gonna it watch was a national treasure. My uh, my high school, all the uh, it was a big deal that all of the classrooms at my high school had smart boards because they got like they got them all donated to it. So like even when I was at high school, smart boards was a uh, thing. But it was like the new technology when I went to high school. That's a shame. Do they actually still like scratching them? Like to be like pissed off and show the kids that they should be like afraid of an adult? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they just yelled at us and made us feel bad about not being good Christians because I went to Catholic school. I will turn this smart board off. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm so sorry that that was also bad. Yeah, and then I get into an argument with the teacher because The Passion of the Christ is a terrible movie. There's no sequel, and we don't have to do it, so no worries. (laughs) Yeah, thank God. (laughs) I will never make you uh, do that movie, I promise. It's right up there with Saw. I won't let that happen. I've seen it like five times, and I hated every single time I watched it. (laughs) Why is that happening to you? Do people like, hey, Jim, I really Catholic school, Catholic school. They make you watch it a lot. I thought this was like a more so happening to your adult life where people were just like, I think I'm going to have to watch Passion of the Christ with Jim tonight. No, every (laughs) year of high school, I had to watch Passion, the Passion and and they would be like, all right, now write an essay on why it's why you like Christ. And I'd be like, I fucking don't. (laughs) Uh, Jim, I'm so sorry. Do you kind of like how at uh, Jewish school we always watched the Prince of Egypt, so I feel you, man. You have to watch Jesus Die? I no, to... no, 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 no. The Prince of Egypt is a good movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's an achi- <laughs> it's a towering achievement. And it's not the same thing. <laughs> also, we watch The Prince of Egypt once in a while. It's a good movie. It's a fun movie. <laughs> that's, a... That's, that's one I'll, I'll, I'll defend. That's a good one. Yeah. Public school just got weird movies. I'm so glad I got like Homeward Bound and like Wizard of Oz. It's way better than in, <laughs> like being forced to just be like, I don't want to watch The Passion of the Christ. I, I just I've seen it once and I can't imagine someone trying to shut that shit down. And, like sit down and watch this. Fuck that. We also got to watch like Finding Nemo and it would be like we watched Finding Nemo one time and they were like, OK, now write an essay about why Finding Nemo is about like religion. And I was like, I, I found no religious allegories in that if movie. If you rearrange the letters in Nemo, you get 
Jesus. <laughs> well, every single essay was finding Nemo is like finding Jesus in your life. And it, it, none of them ever made sense and everyone got A's on it. I lo- I was like, I'm going to put effort into this. I'm not going to do that stupid uh, wordplay. I'm going to figure Smart. out. I'm going to I'm going to research and see if there's any like actual like weight behind this. Nope. Not a single scholar has been like this is uh, finding Nemo is like finding Christ. They should make that movie, though. I would love to watch that animated short at least a little bit. Do they do like a there's got to be a finding Christ, finding Nemo crossover. Probably. Yeah, that's got Did you have any final notes? Uh, not really. I, I, it sucks is that I wrote a lot of things, but, uh, like what, when they said, how did they find us all of my brain just went run for it, Marty. Like there's certain shit that just like, like that would just basically my favorite things were things that this movie made me think about. (laughs) Like there was never like a moment where I was like, I'm so glad that this is happening. Mm -hmm. Um, I was more, once again, I saw John Voight. I spent this movie being like, oh, yeah, that's right. Anaconda. Let me think about J-Lo for a while. <laughs> like, I was just completely the entire time not wanting to think about this movie. Uh, yeah, and everything about it was just really, like, being kind of not, like, mad at it, uh, but just indifferent. I did think Riley's thing, uh, calling out that dude when he was like, it's a prison. And he's like, Albuquerque. See, I can do it, too, was actually, that made me laugh. And I don't yeah. know why, but I thought yeah. that, that was actually a pretty good line. So I think... He got he got got written a couple good lines. I'll give, and I guess he did them well. I don't know why um, I'm like have beef with this dude. Um, mm, you yeah. had me at beef. <laughs> I, I I don't know. <laughs> thank you. A better I'll use that as an alternative quote, Jim. What do you what do you say? Probably yeah. You had me yeah. at beef. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I had you at beef too. Uh, Jim, any final thoughts? Yeah. Remember when the trailer came out? And they made it seem like the dollar bill was talking to him. What? Nope. You don't remember this? What the fuck they, are you talking about? The trailer, the, this is like, a. it's a pretty dumb movie. It's great, but it's pretty dumb. Yeah. The trailer made it seem like it was the dumbest movie in the world. There's a part in the trailer where he looks at the dollar bill and like the eye that's above the, uh, the, pyramid lights up and then there's a voiceover from Nicolas Cage where he says the dollar's trying to tell me something oh I think you meant like they animated like Thomas Jefferson talking no 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 no. <laughs> it, they made it seem like a way way worse movie than it was gonna be it was fine I, I'm I, it's fine um I, can I oh Jim sorry did you have another thing nope that was it I apologize for doing the one more thing, but I got to say, I wrote down, you ever write down a thing while you're watching and be like, this is going to be great. And then you realize it's not, but it's great how not great it is. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote Nicholas Cage's character is the equivalent of tell me you're uh, an only child without telling me you're an only child. And I think I've just made a lot of only children upset. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Sorry. My nephew's going to be really upset. Um, yeah. That, I yeah. mean, there was a weird part in the movie where I think hit, they were trying where, to do that. Nicholas Cage, a 40-year-old man, brings a 28-year-old woman to his dad's house, and he's like, ah, you must be in trouble because she's pregnant. And it's Jesus. Like, I think at that age... And then he goes, no, I haven't splooged in her. <laughs> oh, my God. I think when the both of you are those two ages, it's not... It's no longer a... Our lives are in danger. <laughs> like, Or we have to, like... 
we have to figure something out kind of thing. I don't I don't mean to end this on a complete negative thing. I think I was just really also just annoyed about uh, the love story thing. I just didn't give a fuck the entire time. Yeah, yeah. it's you also I don't like that the 40 year old man is in love with out. a 28 year woman. Oh, I don't like yeah. that part either. Yeah, not at all. I'm sorry. What were we going to say? No, I agree with that. But do you think he only loved her because he was like, she likes documents, too. I mean, that was it. We both would kill ourselves or we both would rather each other dead than uh, the independence uh, thing was a big deal. Yeah, we both like old stuff. <laughs> like hey that's a positive you know, for me <laughs> and we're here and you're a woman and uh yeah that's it that's enough <laughs> this works out in my favor uh Ross you Martin. could call me poor richard's almanac um because i'm old talk <laughs> <laughs> about any other quotes um <laughs> uh is there uh are you think- silence do good because your silence would do good for me I just I like to think that he's also a misogynist. <laughs> Are you Independence Hall? Because I love Knott's Berry Farms. Uh, let's see. Let's do another callback. No, I'm I'm done. Quit while you're ahead. That's what I never say. Is your heart the in- Declaration of Independence? Because I'm going to steal it. Are you Christopher Plummer? Because <laughs> you're my grandfather. <laughs> I'm going to clip these at the end of the episode after the uh, the show. Ross, do you have anything you'd like to promote? <laughs> um, let's see. You can catch me every month here in Philadelphia with the improvised musical group. Thank you places. Uh, I also have the podcast kid flicks that I haven't updated in over a year. Who knows? Maybe that'll end up in the national archives and our lady <laughs> will have to keep a record of it. Oh, please bury it underneath something. Yeah, you got to put it. Find uh, five stories down somewhere and just. And that's a USB drive. <laughs> <laughs> paint it gold. Just <laughs> spray paint it gold. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. it. Tight. Awesome. Thank you, uh, folks. You've definitely heard this before. Uh, and if you're not following on social media, you should be. Because uh, I think I think we've told people to do this how many times now. So follow the descriptor. Uh, they're like. Uh, like how you got here for the episode, all this stuff will be on like clickable links. Uh, thank you, Bros. Uh, you're the true national treasure. Oh, uh, thank you both. It's always lovely to hang out with you, and then when it's recorded, even better. Wow. Yeah. Wait, are you saying it's worse? Like we do worse when we're not being recorded? I mean, you could use this episode as an example. It doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean we're better when we're recorded. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Hold up! Hold up! Don't go anywhere. Uh, just wanted to ask if you don't mind after listening to us for, geez, what, an hour and some change? Uh, could you take an extra minute? Uh, go give a five star, a four star with some honest feedback. Uh, just, I don't know, message me and tell me you thought it was a really fun episode on Instagram. Uh, yeah, like follows. Following us on uh, the grams and everything is great, but also, more importantly, word of mouth. Please tell a friend to give a listen. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I hope you have a nice day. You know what? Too much pressure. I hope you have the day you need. All right, later, bye. I'm doing it again. I'm listening to the tune, and I don't want to go yet. Are you still here? Okay, bye.